Kicking off the Glitterbox Radio Show, episode 300. Please make some noise inside tonight. Okay, so, first things first, please can we send a big shout to Katie Goodman for kicking things off tonight. A wonderful, wonderful hour of music. And I guess here we are, 300 shows deep. The 12 days of house and disco, the show's been running now for five years. Each and every single week, it gains more energy, it gains more moments. It gave the more special energy that we're sharing in this room tonight. For the very first time in over 300 radio shows, we have a live audience. For the benefit of the crew listening to this back home, and for the benefit of the crew watching this on YouTube, I'm sure you can hear the tone in my voice. I'm excited. The energy in the room is good. But as you've heard me say many times now, my name is Melvo Baptiste. This is the Glitterbox Radio Show. And I would very much like to welcome each and every single one of you along. Yes, crew, let's go. Each and every day 
is good tonight. As we just blast off episode 300, the Glitterbox radio show, right now you're with me, Melvo Baptiste. And yeah, it feels good today. Still absolutely bundles to come today. Simon Dunmore's in the building. He'll be joining me live for a conversation. We'll be picking some of our favorite moments from previous guests on this radio show. Look out for that as well. But most importantly, thank you guys for being here and make some noise for yourselves.
as I said, the vibe feels good tonight. And uh, as tempting as it is to turn this into an all-out rave, uh, we're trying to have ourselves the radio show here. All right, Chris, so listen up. The idea of tonight was bringing you guys inside the building tonight, playing you a whole bunch of wonderful music, of course, that we love, but also giving you some stories about how the Glitterbox show very first started, how I kind of came on board, how Simon Dunwell kind of grabbed me and brought me into the building. We got the producer on the radio show, Cam, also inside the building to give us some wonderful stories about some of the guests we had on the radio show. We used to get guests on to pick three records and give us some great stories behind them. That then had a little pause. It turned into a House Of series, I think it was. We had a whole bunch of takeovers. We had a Larry Levan special, a Frankie Knuckles special, a whole bunch of Croatia takeovers, Ibiza specials. There's so much that we want to try and pack into, what, an hour and a half left tonight? So bear with us. We're going to take it down, keep it funky. Straight after this one right now, Simon Dunmore joins me in the booth and we talk the origins of the Glitterbox radio show.
yeah, keeping it funky, keeping it fresh. Played this one over the weekend at Ministry of Sound, and yeah, it sounded hot. Okay, okay, so as promised today, we have lots of music in the bag to play you. Um, and also a bit later today, Cam, our producer, is gonna join us live. Um, but please, ladies and gentlemen, inside the basement here at the Defected Headquarters, make some noise for the iconic, the legendary Simon Dunmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Simon, welcome. How are you? Uh, I'm good. A little nervous. Uh, big audience. Big expectations. 300th show. There's uh, a milestone. I've done quite a few milestones uh, around this uh, time. 60th birthday, two weeks ago, <laughs> which I'm very proud of. And uh, 300 shows. Congratulations, Melvo. Yeah, yeah. It feels good. It feels good. Don't try and tell us that you're nervous, though, because we know you're not nervous. <laughs> Um, right, where do we start? I mean, Simon and I, um, I kind of knew of Simon for pretty much my whole life in music, um, but it was around 2017, he contacted me, hit me up, and uh, asked me to DJ at Glitterbox. That was how my introduction to Simon started. That wasn't the start of the radio show. Um, we may have slightly conflicting stories about how the radio show started, but I'm gonna hand the mic to Simon. How did the show start? We, um, we started this party in Ibiza, a club called Boom. Uh, we deliberately kept it in Ibiza um, for a couple of seasons, actually, and then we decided that we should uh, produce a show in London at the Ministry of Sound. And there's three rooms. So there's the main room, there's the 103, and then there's the, the loft. And we wanted a DJ um, that would play Rare Groove in the loft. And so I phoned a, a friend of mine called Bob Masters. I said, do you know anyone that can play Rare Groove? And actually, Bob recommended Melvo. Uh, I sent him a text. Uh, we had a meeting. He came in. I listened to his shows on My Soul and was super impressed. Um, and that's our introduction. He played the, uh, the loft. He played Rare Groove. He absolutely smashed it. <laughs> and then I just thought, this guy's so good on radio. I'm not sure you all agree. He's super slick. And it, he does everything on the fly. There's no script. It just pours out of him. It's so natural. And I was just like, if we're going to promote this uh, party, um, if we're going to promote it well, um, we need to do a radio show. And it just was the most obvious choice to get Melvo to do the radio show. So. Simon's being kind, right? The very first demo that I sent him as the radio show, I played loads of like super lovey, like two-step soul. And he was like, this isn't the complete direction that we want to go, Melvo. But you've got... You've got the idea, you're not too far away. Um, speaking about that, you, you had a very clear direction musically for the show, um, particularly in the early days, and we were both trying to kind of figure out what this show needed to sound like. Um, for you, what was your musical direction and what were you trying to get across in delivering this radio show? So I've spent all my life promoting new music. You know, Defected's all about trying to promote contemporary, upfront dance music and bring through the talent for the future. Um, but I've been in dance music for 30 odd years and, and I felt that some great music that was really inspiring for me and inspirational for me when I was clubbing back in the day was being left behind. And I really wanted to celebrate the great music, whether that be disco or house music, um, in, in a contemporary way. And I was in Ibiza, I mean, everyone pretty much knows the story now, but I was sitting there, my phone rang, and a, a friend of mine who was about 40 years old said, I'm coming to Ibiza, where can I go? And 
there was a techno there was lots of techno parties there was lots of EDM parties but there was nowhere I thought he would enjoy the music and the next week another friend called and the week after another friend called and I thought there's a massive gap in the market here so we started a party which we thought would cater for the people that were going to Ibiza that weren't going to Ibiza to maybe go to you know a contemporary dance music techno night you know all black head down doing lots of gear getting lost in it and whatever <laughs> this was about people going back and res um, reminiscing when they used to go in the late 80s 90s and early 2000s and hearing the music which made them fall in love with the island and um, so that's why we started the party and it kind of grew a little bit beyond my expectation <laughs> just a little bit um, we want to get into some music. Just before we do that, Simon, you spent so many years like digging for music for the Defected Radio Show. For I don't know how many different compilations were released, um, uh, Bar Grooves and Soul Heaven, like digging into the catalogue and digging into your own music. But I guess when Glitterbox came along, it was an opportunity for you to dig into your music in a slightly different way. You were going for some of the heritage soul and disco that you may not have reached for for a long time. How much did you enjoy that process? Because by the way, before you answer that, Simon would get into the office on a Monday morning and just have a folder or have a bunch of records and say, here Melvo, there's some good shit in here, like you might want to play it. <laughs> How good did it feel digging back into that music? I mean, it's, I've got a room full of records, right? More records than I could probably play between now and the end of my time on earth and whatever, a lot of music. And um, it's, um, you know, they're just all memories. They're great memories for me. You know, certain DJs playing them, certain moments in nights, meeting people, having great nights with your mates and whatever. That's what music does. Music forms memories for you when you're out. There's a, there is some kind of survey about when you hear a record that you love, with friends that are really important to you and they love the record too. The emotion and the endorphins that are, that are created are just way off the scale. And I think that that's, you know, when you see that now when people go to Croatia or Malta or Glitterbox in the beef or Glitterbox in Minister Sound or any defective event, when they're partying with their friends, it's a very emotional, yeah. spiritual thing. Um, so when I'm listening to these records, you know, and going back to my club in heydays and whatever and, and putting myself back in that place, just makes me smile oh, man. and also to introduce those records to people that have heard them for the first time and also I'm still discovering records new records for the first time from 20 30 years ago because you know the referral process when you put a record into your iTunes or you go on YouTube and you're looking for a record and whatever normally it throws up records most of the time you might know them but occasionally you're discovering new music even at my age, discovering new music is a makes me feel good. Ah, uh, yes, sir. So, yeah. yeah, you can hear it. You can feel the love in the room right now. We're going to get into music. Um, there's like millions and millions of records that Simon could have chosen for today's radio show. Um, there's two records that we're going to talk about today. The first one. Donnell Rush, If Only You Knew. It was a real kind of glitter box radio anthem. Everyone asked about it, everyone requested it. It's not available anywhere. It's one that Simon dug out and it just became one of those glitter box records. Um, I don't know if you want to introduce it, touch on it, or we just get into the music. Um, produced by Steve Silk Hurley, Donnell Rush, uh, originally on Tracks Record. This record is pure Chicago, it's pure house, it's pure soul, um, and it deserves to be... Uh, the anthem that Melvo is making it, so. Ooh, 
yeah, once again celebrating the music that we love. Simon Dunmore, uh, Donnell Rush, If Only You Knew, what does that record mean to you? I just um, just wanted to give a big shout out to Paul Trouble Anderson, much missed Paul Trouble Anderson. He absolutely used to smash that down at Garage City. Also I want to mention Bobby and Steve, sending much love to Steve. Uh, anybody that knows the Zoo Experience and Bobby and Steve knows what that family has been going through, so sending them a lot of love. That was Donnell Rush, If Only You Knew, yeah, yeah. produced by Steve Silk Hurley. Absolute anthem. Okay, okay. So um, Simon's going to play us uh, one more record before he kind of exits the building tonight. Um, but I've got to touch on something. Recently I've seen a couple of tweets, a couple of Instagram posts, where um, you've spoken about the lack of funk, the lack of soul, the lack of feel in a lot of modern dance music. What's inspiring you at the moment? And I mean, I've seen you posting about Gabriel's, for instance. What's inspiring you? What's the music you're enjoying? And what is it the dance floors are lacking for you at the moment? Well, I mean, for me, it's really simple. I mean, it's, you know, you've got a laptop there. Too many people are making records in isolation on their own, on their laptops. They put beats and bass lines together. They think it's going to rock the dance floor. It does rock the dance floor, but a lot of the time you don't walk away from the dance floor remembering anything. What you remember is you remember songs. And I just don't think enough people are making the effort to collaborate with vocalists and bring a little bit of soul and some of those kind of euphoric moments to the dance floor. They're just relying on breakdowns and a dry ice cannon coming in and everyone goes crazy. Yeah, 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 Whereas yeah. I used to punch the air to Alice where love lives when the you know when the bridge came in and the song went up there they were like moments for me so I know you got a record in the background and uh, this is an important record for me this is an important record for defected this is Dames Brown it's a brand new Dames Brown record they're a trio a gospel trio from uh, from Detroit this record is produced by Wajid, but remixed by Kelly G. Kelly G from uh, from Chicago Wajid from Detroit it's steeped in house music tradition, it's steeped in soul. There's not much music around like this and we need to celebrate it and promote it really hard, so. So, as mentioned right now, you're tuned into the Glitterbox Radio Show. It's our 300th special. The emotion, the feeling in the building is special tonight. I thank you for being here. And once again, before he leaves, make some noise for Simon Dunmore.
Simon Dunmore, thank you for joining us today. The record in the background, brand new music, Dames Brown, track and title Glory. The original will be with you, possibly Feb 2023. And as Simon kindly mentioned, uh, Kelly G absolutely body in the remix. All right, can I take a little moment to shamelessly play my own record?
You may have noticed, but I've been joined by some of our like unbelievably special dancers tonight. Labelle, Finn, who else do we have? Kaya, Titi. Um, so often 
the people behind me make like the party so so special. They bring the energy, the flamboyance, the fun, the groove, so much, and we just kind of stand there and play some music. So please make some noise for the wonderful humans behind me. Listen up. I need everyone excited right now. I need everyone 
promised tonight wasn't going to turn into a party, it's a radio show. <laughs> again, again, look where we've got you to. The energy inside of tonight is really, really special. We thank you for being here. It's our 300 special. We never, 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 we never do this. But we are talking about wonderful moments on this radio show and of all of the guests that we've had. We're going to talk about it a bit later in a bit more detail, but we've had some amazing guests on this radio show. People I've had to call up and speak to, and I've literally been shivering trying to speak to them because I've been so nervous. But one of the conversations I had was with Nicky Siano about some of the wonderful memories with him and David Mancuso at The Loft. And every time I hear this record, it's the only thing that I can think of Back in the day, the light engineer was a very important part of the night, if not as important as a DJ. And they had a moment at the loft where all the lights would go off. There was one light, literally spotlight on David Mancuso, and he would play this record. Let me try to change it. Let me try to change it. 
Express and girl, you need to change your mind right here on the Glitterbox radio show. That is a very, very special record. Okay, so we're just approaching the halfway point of today's radio show. Very shortly, very shortly, gonna play one more. And then uh, Cameron, the man behind the show who's been producing for so many years, producer Cam, he's gonna join me on the mic. We're gonna have a little chat about the show, things he's been up to and the challenges he's faced working so closely to me for so many years. But right now, let's enjoy this one. I love this record. Tata Vega. And I just can't stop thinking about you, baby. This is big.
listen to this back home welcome if you just joined us this is the Glitterbox radio show you're with me Melvo Baptiste and what is a very 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 special edition as you broadcast live from a defected basement here in East London make some noise okay so today we've been joined by Simon Dunmore so far um, but also you may have heard me talking about producer Cam on the radio show before. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to producer Cam. Cam, how are we? Oh, good mate, how are you? Um, I keep saying it's a radio show, but it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party in here tonight. Um, how are you mate, are we good? Happy to be here mate, happy to be here. 300 shows deep. I know, wow. it's wild. So Cam's been here from literally day one. There's been a little bit of interchange in the middle, but Cam's been here from day one. Cam and I would sit in a room with like a stack of records like this and decide how we're going to collate a show, how we're going to put a show together. Um, Cam, from day one, when we used to sit there and make a show, I said it to Simon, what was your aim for that radio show? Like, What was the message you wanted to get across when you were putting that music together? I mean, every week when we sat down, that radio show needed to be a listening experience for the listener, you know? So we only had an hour to play with, so we really wanted to make sure that every single record was just an absolute banger. Like, if me or you or Simon or whoever wasn't feeling a record, it didn't go in. So from record one to record 13 or 14, whatever, those shows were pretty special, you know? By the way, if I put 15 songs into a radio show, Cam goes mad because we get told it has to be one hour because it gets syndicated around the world. Um, and Cam, you didn't actually come from like a disco background, so for you, putting this music together and digging for it. How was that experience for you? I mean, yeah, so I didn't grow up around disco at all. So to be around people like you, Simon, all these amazing artists, DJs, songwriters, to absorb all that knowledge and to absorb all those records was like really special, you know? Wow, man. And one thing Cam actually pointed out to me before we kicked off today was the radio show became more than just, I guess, like an event. It became like a community. So we would then go to Glitterbox events and everyone would be like, hey, like you played that record on the radio show that I loved. And I mean, you must have felt that as well. Yeah, you know, just like walking around Croatia, walking, walking around Printworks, you get chatting to people and the amount of people that tune into the radio show is ridiculous. So yeah, make some noise for yourself. Everyone who tunes into the radio show, thank you so much. Cam's, Cam's picked a record for us today as well. Of course he picked a record for us. Um, 
there was a lot to choose from, Cam, so no pressure, mate. What do you want to play? <laughs> uh, this is Sealer and I'm in love. Joey Negger on the edit. Absolute killer bass line. What's more to say? Tune.
Yeah, as we're live in the mix, Glitterbox Radio Show, episode 300. As we enter nicely into hour two, still to come today, I'm going to talk you through some of my highlights, my personal highlights and favourite moments from some Glitterbox guests from yesteryear, including David Morales, we've got to talk about that. And loads more to come. Right now, let's get into this one. Played this two weeks ago on the radio show, sounded so, so good. Had to share it with you again today. Oh, 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 
here as we celebrate episode 300 of the Glitterbox Radio Show. Live audience inside the building. And yeah, records like this just typify what the radio show is all about. Yes, it's about heritage music, classic disco, classic house, but it's also about the contemporary and the new. Um, I'm going to play one more record after this one. I'm going to give you a bit of context and story about some of my favorite interviews and favorite guests on the radio show. Thank you. 
this is somewhat of an unexpected surprise. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, inside the basement here at Defected tonight, please, please welcome the legendary Joey Negro, AKA Dave Lee is here. <laughs> Hello mate, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How about your good self? Uh, always wonderful. Last time I saw you was um, Saturday night, I believe, Ministry of Sound. That's right, yes. We were in the DJ booth together. My USB stick wouldn't read. It was a stressful moment between DJs. I didn't actually know this. No? No. I just ran off. Oh, well. No yeah. help whatsoever, just... I mean, what, how much help can you be in that situation? <laughs> <laughs> I could have played another record at least. Well, I think you did offer to play another record. Okay, you told me to get out. I, I, I just thought... <laughs> I'm going to soldier on with this USB stick that's not working. Um, today we're celebrating the 300th radio show. Um, I think everyone in this room knows what an important part of so many radio shows Dave Lee's been. We've played just about every single remix he's ever released. He's been like a staple of releasing and introducing us actually to a lot of disco records that in some way would have gone kind of unnoticed and you've brought them back and given them new life and new energy. When you put together one of your Remix of Love compilations, of all the thousands of records you have in your collection and in your mind, how do you go about selecting these records that you want to remix or you want to show to the world again? I mean, I guess a lot of the time it's about what they've got the parts for. So there's loads of records I'd love to remix and lots of people would like to remix, but the, the tape doesn't exist anymore. So you've got, you send them a big list, you maybe go through the cat, I go through the catalogue and discogs, I look through the releases and think, oh, that would be a good one and remind myself what this label owns. And then I send a big list and uh, about a third of them they've got the parts for. And then, you know, but unfortunately recently it hasn't been happening. Just the major labels have kind of closed that down because they don't really see the value sometimes in having these new mixes. Nobody there actually has commissioned the mix. So um, in, in a way, that's a good thing because it's made me concentrate on making my own music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's always better. I mean, I love remixing old songs and getting the parts of Gwen McRae or Norman Connors or whatever. It's mad. It, I, and I, if I could do it easily, I would keep doing it. But, and I'm still going to be banging on the door when I can, but I've, uh, I, I, it, remixing those records has taught me a bit about making music, hearing the parts isolated. I heard things which I didn't know were in the record. So I think it's helped me develop and all that sort of stuff as a producer. And, you know, I've got a couple of albums which I'm working on. So... And in, in a way, though it's harder, it's very, you get the parts of an Earth, Wind & Fire track, it's not always easy to do a remix, but the hard stuff's being done. Yeah, so writing yeah. songs, you know what it's like. That, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it's much yeah, more difficult yeah, yeah. and it's more challenging and it's good not to just think, oh, I'm just going to do remixes because it's, an, it's the easy way out. Yeah. Of the way. Dave, your, um, your energy for this game is like unrivaled. Maybe Louis Vega has similar energy, but... Louis no. unstoppable. No, Louis, Louis no, got mate. more. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm sure there's two of you and there's two Louis because the output's insane. It always has been. You're in the clubs regularly as well. Something I really learned when doing this radio show was we were digging for a lot of classic house and disco. And very quickly, you don't want to play the records that everyone has or everyone's played before or records that have been in compilations. And I very quickly learned that Guys like you and Roger and uh, Masters at Work, Mood to Swing, you did so many remixes for major labels in the 90s that are just not available anywhere. Do you ever, does that ever come into your mind? Do you ever wonder about so many of these records? By the way, to give reference, a lot of these remixes wouldn't have come out or are no longer available on digital streaming sites or iTunes 
for many different reasons because of major labels. So there's loads of great music from all of these icons that we just can't get hold of and we can't hear. Like you've got to buy the vinyl, rip it, to then play it on the radio show, which has been my life for five years. Do you ever want to dig these records out? Do you ever think about these and think, how can I let the world know about all these records? Um, I mean, yes and no. And sometimes I do with a specific track. I'll find the DAT and I'll digitize it and remaster it to play myself. Or I'll buy, sometimes I'll, I'll have a look. There was an old Masters at Work mix I thought I wanted to play, and it's not on sale anywhere. And I found it on Discogs on CD single, ordered the CD single, so it's still a digital copy. So I think in some ways, it's not a good thing these things are on Spotify and iTunes and wherever else, but it means there's still some digging you can do, even in this digital world, to find things that other DJs haven't got. And mate, if you make the effort, you put records in the computer and, you know, that's in a way going to make you stick out from someone who's just playing the latest yeah, releases. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a good thing, but there are good aspects to it in terms of sort of using that. That music's still great music, and eventually it will end up on Spotify. It's just they've got so much to digitise. So, so much. It's just like it's low priority yeah. for them. They own too much. Well, look, Dave, we thank you for dropping by today. By the way, this is like Dave's like, hey, I'm here, Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would have loved to play Starlight. Starlight's literally, Dave Lee and Omar getting together is like just like heaven for me. But unfortunately, I didn't have the right mix on my current USB. We'll, we'll play the wrong mix then. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, he's lined up a pretty strong record otherwise. We can look for a different mix of Starlight, but... Let's not forget Dave's produced a lot of good records, not just Starlight. <laughs> Thank you. Please, please, once again, ladies and gentlemen, inside tonight, make some noise for the legendary Dave Lee. Thank you for being here.
right, okay, once again, big shout out to Dave Lee. As mentioned, just dropping in, dropping into the defected basement tonight. And we appreciate you being here tonight, sir. We've literally got less than 15 minutes to run on today's radio show. Yeah, you guys have been amazing, you've been special. What I did want to do today was run over some special moments, special interviews from the radio show. And I want to do that now. Um, the one that I want to kick off with um, is David Morales. David Morales was without doubt the funniest guest we've ever had on the Glitterbox radio show. To start with, the after production needed a lot of care, a lot of work. He was swearing every second word on the interview, who would typically be in David Morales. But the best story that he told me was when Jamiroquai very first sent him Space Cowboy. And what he described was simply just a jam session. Like, there was no structure to it. It was like the jazz guys just kind of doing their thing. David Morales received the record. He sent his remix back. And the very first comments from Jamiroquai was that he hated it. His words were, his words, <laughs> his words were, Jay hated it. He hated it. Anyway, it seemed to have become one of his biggest records of all time. Jamiroquai, Space Cowboy, and the David Morales remix right here on the Glitterbox Radio Show.
Stones, we all know the records, an anthem, a classic. Once again, Jamaraquai, Space Cowboy, right here on the Glitterbox Radio Show. Okay, okay, so right now, talking you through some of my favorite guests and favorite moments. The next one for me, um, Giles Peterson, we had a conversation. We had a conversation about the project New Eurekan Soul, as you know, Little Louis Vega, Kenny Dope, and the story for me just blew my mind. Um, at the time, Kenny and Louis had been doing Masters at Work for a number of years. They were looking for a new idea, some inspiration for a new project. They came to London, they came to see Giles Peterson in his studio. Um, Giles at the time was kind of busy watching a football match in the other room. So he simply left some records out for Kenny and Louis to go through to see if there's anything they might want to sample. One of the records they wanted to sample uh, was a song from Rotary Connection, I Am The Black Gold Of The Sun. That ended up, that ended up also being this record right here.
yeah, once again. In New Yorican soul, it's alright, I feel it. Sampling the rotary connection. I am the black gold of the sun. Yeah, wonderful moments right here on the Glitterbox radio show. We've got just over five minutes to run on today's session. We thank you for being here. Still two or three more to run today. Um, as I mentioned, we've spoken to so many like unbelievably special people. Um, but I got to speak to Eddie Levert from the OJs. Like the OJs. Philly special. It meant a lot to me. And I hope you guys enjoy this record. today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I've got to send a big shout out to the team at Defected to Amanda, Duke, Mac, Katie, like there's so many names who have smashed it for tonight. And um, they told me that I shouldn't, well, I said I shouldn't do this tonight. I said, let's just put a camera on and that's it. They were the ones to encourage me to invite everyone down and make it a bit of a pie. 
So yeah, here we are. <laughs> 300 special. This will air officially sometime early January. So you got an early insight to this radio show. Make sure you check it out again once it's available online on YouTube. I have been passed uh, a bit of tissue here with a message on it. Ask if I will shout out. I think it's Richie and Rochelle who are getting married in June. Love to you guys. And all the love in the world to each and every single one of you beautiful human beings who are inside here tonight. We love you. We see you soon.